I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It could happen at any time between this day up to midnight. You know it's going to be 11.58. It gets turned on. You know that's going to happen. Whenever you're waiting for something, it's always like the last second. Like when John Lewis did their deliveries, isn't it? Like, your delivery will come anytime between 7 a.m. and 11 p.m. Like, and you know it's right. going to be 10.58 every time. <laughs> Hello, what's up, listeners of Low Your Expectations? Welcome to episode 38. I feel like we've been in the 30s for a long time. <laughs> every time I've been, like, surprised it's 30-something. I've always got a squeaky chair, let me just lower that. We still haven't done our like two-year anniversary celebration thing. Although we are going bowling tonight. Yay! But I don't want it to be that. I want the celebration to be something like huge. Yeah, bowling. No. You told no, me no, earlier no, how no, much no, you no. love bowling. So I was like, right, let's go bowling. I think it's got to be like curry and then FIFA and then Wait. something mad. What is mad? What is something mad? What is something know. mad in your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> because if, Playing drunk yeah, frisbee. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> but I do have a little story. Okay. So I recently went to the um, the beer festival at the Olympia. This is your like dream, Oh, it was amazing. It? So Gemma managed to get us tickets like through her work. So it was like a perk. I was like, oh, amazing. Oh my God. So like, was it you and Gemma that went? No, no. Me and my friend, um, Ollie. Oh. So she was quite nice because she's not going to enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, she yeah. doesn't really like beer. So she's like, go on, you go with someone. So we went down there. When we got in, it's a it's a soulless place. Like, I'm not honest. Have you been to the Olympia before? Yes. Was it Kensington or uh, Kensington? Oh, the one down the road. That's lucky for you. The other one is miles away. Oh no, it wasn't there. Like, past the O2. Oh my god, that yeah. is miles away. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we were in um, Kensington, and it's just like you walk in. It's a soulless place. It's like a bit bleak. But yeah, the selection of beer was amazing, blah, blah, blah. But you would have found this funny because you've got a bit of a thing when you go to the loo, don't you? Yeah. Like you like going in the cubicle for yeah, like, yeah. urination. I don't like to. I just I can't go in a urinal. I can't <laughs> stage piss fright. Next, yeah, I just can't piss next to someone. Well, I'm why. normally fine with stage <laughs> fright. And there was literally, think about how many people, that's thousands of people, one cubicle. Huh? And the rest is all urinals in no. this, in this uh, honestly. No. So the queue for the like cubicle was huge. So I thought, okay, I'll just go in the urinal, mate. Big, sweaty, big men, either side. I'm like, can't do this. I can't piss right now. It's so horrible. did you do the thing where you pretended, I pretended to wee? pretended. Like you stand there for a bit and you're like looking around and then you like give it a shake. And yeah. you're like, yeah, I've been for a wee. And then you and walk then I washed off, my hands. Yeah. And then I just got in the queue for the cubicle. I was like, if anyone saw me washing my hands, like, yeah, it's I've, very embarrassing. I've done that before. Don't worry. I feel your pain. That's my daily pain. <laughs> but I think as well, like, I, I was thinking at the time when I was walking around, you would have hated it, I think. Why? Because you don't really like, like lad culture, do you? No. So think about it. That was it was lad culture times a million. Oh, if someone yay. if someone drops something, you hear and it oh. echoes around the whole arena. Seriously, all night that kept happening. Oh. And then they had a band on that was doing like uh, like U two and stuff like, like covers, and it was quite good actually. The band were decent, 
But the audience were very, very drunk. Very rowdy. Very rowdy. All good were fun. Were people like throwing beer on people? No, it wasn't that bad. Oh, I think because okay. it's, you know, beer's quite expensive in there. So <laughs> <laughs> that was being consumed. It was quite nice. People behind the bar were drinking as well. Yeah. But it's only bad because sometimes they'd recommend something and then forget what they'd recommend and just bring you something else. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll have this. <laughs> but yeah, I think next year I should take you. The wor- oh, I'm not sure about the things. <laughs> Thanks for the offer, but um, okay. No, the worst thing is at festivals, urinals. Yeah. You know, when, so it's not only you have outside urinals, but they like do them back to back. So oh, when you are going yeah. to the urinal, it, you're literally, you're closer than we are. And you're like, all that is standing in front of, you, mine and your dick touching is a piece of green plastic. <laughs> yeah. And it's awkward because like, you're looking over and you just see someone's face right there. Yeah. Yep. So, right, I, I can't do that. No, I can't do I, that either. Yeah. I mean, I think I did when I was at Glastonbury, but I didn't like to I do had it. the only way I could do it, I was smashed <laughs> and I had sunglasses on. So I just oh, had right. my sunglasses on. So it's fine because then I can just like close my eyes and I'm like, right, you're in a cubicle. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Has it? Have you always been like that from a young age? Yeah, as far as I can remember. I don't know why. Just I wonder if I was like psychologically damaged, damaged in a urinal one time. Who knows? Maybe, maybe you I. You do see some like rowdy things going on in, in toilets, especially like in clubs and stuff. What? what do you mean? <laughs> well, I'm saying if you saw something dodgy going down, but, but so like then what? That, I, I don't know. You tell me. What? I'm the therapist here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it all started. <laughs> no, but I know what you mean. No, I don't know. I just find it weird. Like as a guy, you're expected to piss yeah. next to other guys where everyone, everyone can see your dick. Everyone yeah. can see everything. But women, it's like you have a whole section of privacy. L- loads of cubicles. Yeah. Plenty of cubicles. Because you like a sit down way as well, don't you? Oh, never in a public toilet. Oh, really? No. Well, you wouldn't, if you needed a number two, you wouldn't sit down. Well, if I needed a number two, yeah. Do you do that thing where you All, hover above it? No, I don't. All I'm saying is... You wipe the toilet seat first. I, I wouldn't have a sit-down wee in a public area. Okay. What? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just wondering. <laughs> Out of choice, I would not do that. Okay. But number two, if you've got to go, you've got to go. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, that's true. Well, on planes, what's your policy there? Sit-down wee or not? No. But it's a public place. Because <laughs> you don't do it. I know some people who put like a layer of toilet paper down and then oh. sit on that. You don't do that. No, I've done that if it's like a nasty looking toilet. Oh, yeah, I hate that. Like nasty. <laughs> do you ever just walk in a public toilet, like in an airport, and you're no just thanks. like, you're just like, how has someone left this area yeah. in this disgrace? Like, what is this person consuming? Also, how can people not shit down a toilet? Yeah. Sometimes you walk in, it's like, oh, it's like every time on the floor. I'm like, uh, uh, what are you doing? You feel sorry for the staff. You have yeah. To clean it up. Oh. If you haven't tried it when you're home, try sit down wee. <laughs> it's amazing. So much more relaxing. I feel like you're being, that, that's that's millennials, isn't it? We what? have to sit down we well, as well. I haven't well. said we have to. I'm just saying. It's, no, but it's like. But think about it. It's more comfortable, much less effort in your own house. Less, you don't have effort. to aim, concentrate, just sit down, have a little wee. <laughs> <laughs> so much easier. <laughs> Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. 
Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Merchandise. Okay. Get Get ready for a drop of hot merch. (laughs) <laughs> like a god church but i feel like merch is a huge huge thing on youtube like people with like fifteen thousand subs are like guys the merch is coming do you know what i mean like i feel like it's yeah, part yeah, of the parcel yeah, of being yeah. A YouTuber. it is it is yeah every youtuber has done merch at some point in their life is that because it's and to not sound too cynical it's the easiest way of getting money from your audience do you think i wouldn't categorize it as that i'd just say it's a a different revenue stream. I mean, I've never gone, oh, this is the easiest way to get money from my audience. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, some people might yeah. think like that, but it's a different revenue stream. Yeah, that's true. Just because like some merch is like really tailored. You know what really annoyed me actually? I'm just going <laughs> to say, do you see Jack Mate's video the other day? No. Oh, uh, well, him. essentially, cool, it was like, why I don't like Ollie White. So, again, uh. I was like, well, that's a weird title. Okay. Got me to click it. So, well done. <laughs> And then it Did just, you subscribe to him? No, it came up on uh, the Marcus like recommended, yeah. Uh. So yeah, watched it. Essentially, he was slagging off Ollie because his merch was just like Ollie in a circle was the branding. I was like, mate, that's branding. That's not him like not being Yeah, yeah, creative or something. Yeah, he was saying, Oh, this is such shit merch. He's like, he's just trying to con his audience. I'm like, no. Like, okay. Yeah. What's your point? It's it's the same when Rice Gum came for everyone when he dropped his merch he was yeah. like oh they've just put smile more on a t-shirt and it's like okay look at some of the biggest brands in the world nike nike yeah. it's a tick yeah exactly yeah so that really annoyed me but what, what's your feeling on merch though is like is it something you think you could do too much of or is it something you have um, to do well, how do you manage it so i've i've done merch i've yeah. done different types of merch i first did merch when i first like got maybe 5k subs and and <laughs> like a network or someone i was with was like you should think about merch. And I was like, yeah, that's so cool. Having like t-shirts. This was, <laughs> I, like, I don't even think I was making any money back then. So I was like, oh. yeah, this is just cool. And they're like, yeah, we can have someone design it. And so I was like, yeah. And it was so bad. It was just my face on a t-shirt with like, hello, like written across the front. Oh, I need to see this. Oh. Maybe I could be a video more Marcus reacting to my old merch. Possibly. I think that'd be interesting. Do you know what? I always <laughs> thought that was fake, as if someone had that just made my, it. That was your that official, was my merch. official merch. Honestly, because I've seen that on websites and I always thought, no. oh, I bet Marcus is annoyed <laughs> that they... Official merch, mate, that was. <laughs> I signed it's that It's kind of cute, though. But yeah, that was honestly... How much were you charged? Like 75 quid a t-shirt? Yeah. <laughs> this was like, I'm trying to think how long ago it was, six years ago? Oh my God. Maybe even longer, seven, six, seven years so ago. So if you met a fan wearing that, would you think... Oh my god, that's I've amazing. seen them at meetups. I'm like, you're a legend. Like, yeah. thanks for watching the videos. You because also did. that must be like a limited run. I can't imagine you making like fifty thousand of them. Do you know oh, what I mean? Sold two mil of those, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so cool. Definitely not fifty thousand. So I did that, and then I was like, right now I want to do like proper merch where yeah. I have like my own store and like do this and that. And I did that. And was that, that the most recent thing you did? Yeah, the most recent thing. But again, that was still. 
three years ago. Yeah, quite a long time ago. Yeah. Do you um, regret, I mean, you just said actually, so you regretted that first piece of merch. Not no, necessarily. Of course not. Of course not. Oh, like, okay. It's something to look back and cringe at now. Yeah. Of course I don't regret it. So I was going to say, like, like, do you regret any of your work? Because you're so like fashion forward now. Is there anything back then you're like, oh, I wish I'd done it like this? No, because it that who I was then and what I was then, that that merch represents that. Yeah, that period of your yeah, life. Yeah, so it's like, of course, I don't think I was dressing well <laughs> six years ago. So I would have been like, no, I'd love a t-shirt with some holes in nah, it. Nah, mate, like, we all have the check shorts back in the day. The long we ones. Would, yeah. The very long yeah. ones. Like, almost like three-quarter length. With yellow plimsolls. <laughs> I didn't have yellow plimsolls, but... I did. Yeah. I had a lot of plimsolls. <laughs> Are you planning to bring out any new merch? Here's the thing. Not re- uh, there's no plan now. Exclusive um, release at Hello World. <laughs> That could be good. <laughs> um, no, there's no plan as of right now. I just feel like if I was to do something now, I I would do it in representation of how I dress now. Like I would love, I would really love to have a fashion brand, like start a brand, but I literally don't have the time. Well, yeah, like um, start another business or start a brand. It's like where do I find that time? Can I be the creative consultant in the fashion industry as well, like the fashion business? I mean, considering a lot of your clothes are taken from my wardrobe, <laughs> what? That's a nice thing. You said thing. this before the podcast. I was like, my wardrobe is not just full of your hand I didn't downs. say it's just full. I said a lot of your... the. It is a nice perk. I do like the perk. Exactly. And so I am very complain. thankful. No, so I'm not complaining. Complain. I just, I don't like the idea of people thinking that all my clothes are from you. That's all. Like I'm a, like a tramp or something. <laughs> it's like, oh, we've got to help him. <laughs> so I don't know if I'd take your... Okay your fashion consulting on board but i like the fact that you'd like to be involved yeah sign things off (laughs) i'll sneak my initials on there somewhere mv (laughs) but it is merch is a great way for people to if someone's a hardcore fan they want something of that that's why merch has been so popular for a long time so it's a great way to give some to give a fan something that they can like really showcase that so it's like their like uniform almost it's like this is who i love yeah yeah people do it with bands all the time don't they yeah yeah exactly do you feel like you have a responsibility because I'm, this is an assumption, it might be wrong, but it's the younger demographic that's buying the most, the ones who are more like, yeah, I love YouTube, this is me sort of thing. Mm. So do you feel like you have more of a responsibility when you're creating much, not to just put your name on something and think, yeah, that, that will sell. Do you know what I mean? Like, is it difficult when you're having those conversations in the creative sessions? You're like, oh, what really represents mm. me? Like, is it difficult? I don't feel like... Sorry, that was kind of a loaded question. There was a lot of stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to think what is the actual question. What? Give me the one <laughs> is question. It, is it difficult it. creating much? Because of young because people you're, buying. Yeah, because like, you know a lot of people are going to be interested. I'm going to spend their parents' money on it and even their money on it. I think it depends on the person. Like At the end of the day, if at that t- period of time you are genuinely happy with the product you're selling, great. Yeah. Again, I honestly, I look at that and laugh at the time. I remember opening that. It sounds so stupid. I remember opening that package in my room when I got the first t-shirt. I was fucking buzzing. I was oh, like, this is so sick. Oh. At the time, I loved that. Were now, you wearing that in the clubs? <laughs> no, but I was wearing it a lot. Um, oh. Whereas now I'm like, of course, that's hilarious. Look at yeah. it. So I don't feel like there's a responsibility because it's also like, you know, like it's merch. Yeah, and I, I mean, so as long as you're happy, you wouldn't, you wouldn't sign off on something just because they're like, look, we could do better, but the profit margins will be much, much better if we do it like this. Well, I think it's a combination of both because it's also a business. So it's like, you've got to be true to yourself, but 
the reason you're doing that is still yeah. is, is a business decision but uh, do you know what i mean it's, yeah, it is course. business so it's like i think a lot of people would find that kind of side to it interesting is it like is it difficult like producing much like from a business point of view not forget about the creative stuff so first piece of merch i ever did that was like like i said i, I literally can't even think who i think it was with like take you must have someone helping district like, lines district district lines which is uh, playlist live as well it's like a similar okay. thing and it was with them and they were like, you don't have to pay for any of the costs you get. I think it was like, I literally don't want to say it in case I get it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get a percentage, a percentage. of sales. Like that's all I got. So I was like, cool. Then when I did merch, it was like, you know, an investment from me. Yeah. I invested money and time. But then that. you're taking all of the proceeds, aren't you? Yeah. But I also had like a team helping me do it. So it was like much more in-house rather than yeah. just like and the decisions we made like i had to go through quality so i got like sample sent to me oh. i was like okay this quality is better than this like we tried so many different things before we actually had the product yeah but yeah so that was much more full-on than when you had your show oh yeah yeah much more full-on but i mean i would i would love to do something now that represents me now and what i wear now but it's just hard the hardest thing for me is because i was i was literally talking steffi was talking to me about it in spain she was like i really think you should do it. it'd be really cool and i was like yeah but i can't design clothes i'd need to f like partner with someone who gets my fashion and could design cool stuff with my vision and then that would be cool and then the problem is making that affordable for your fans that's yeah. i think that'd be very difficult yeah. personally oh yeah it's much harder than putting your face with hello on a shirt oh. doing something that you well, wear yeah because that's it. the thing like with the merch then not then the my last round of merch that yeah. was like the good the clothing was good quality but it was still just like prints on a black t-shirt yeah. so yeah. it's like Whilst we got the highest quality of this we could get for that is still basic merch. Like yeah. it's just a basic t-shirt that you buy in bulk. Whereas, well, I mean, that's what everyone, that's what all you yeah, just do. Yeah, yeah, they, of course. They, they can say, oh, look how creative it is, but it's still a print on a shirt. Like yeah, you yeah, say. yeah. And I would love to, well, I've said it, I don't need to say it again. I'd love to try something, but it's... Maybe one day even. Doing that. In the future. Yeah. Collaboration with Adidas. If you're a designer, yeah, that would be sick. Wouldn't love that, wouldn't you? <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, get in touch if you're a... Uh, Post designer maybe you need an up and yeah up and coming designer yeah yeah, yeah. put that shout out in. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about current affairs okay <laughs> so yeah recently big event going on at a global event with um charlottesville and the white supremacist like marches and then people protesting against yeah, that yeah, yeah. people mowed down it's everywhere in the news yeah do you find it difficult choosing what to tweet about like events like that? Because at the end of the day, you have 140 characters. How could you like sum up your yeah. feeling? Like so complicated. I have big things about this because it's like everyone assumes that when you're a person with a public following or something or a person in the public eye, I feel like people expect you to, whenever there's something terrible going on in the world, expect you to talk about it. Mm. And I sometimes feel a lot of pressure because I'm like, well should I talk about this if like I don't know what I should and shouldn't talk about because like I'm just the same as everyone else in the world like is everyone else doing that as well like if I didn't have three and a half million followers on Twitter would I still yeah that's tweet a very good and point. raise my comments about it or would you just because people talk about it in their social groups you know you go into work and you go shit did you see that and then everyone talks about it but there's just it's there's different, different when you got different. three and a half million people like they're judging not waiting your every they're not waiting there but I've definitely had it when like something's gone on in the world and i've like not tweeted about that 
and then I tweet something else like, I don't know, here's my new video. Protein and then, shake ready. <laughs> or anything, you know, anything. And sometimes people will be like, are you not going to talk about this? I've, I've literally had that and I'm like, I'm, I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like The stuff that I feel like I tweet about is stuff that I've either seen or like really yeah. been taken in by and that's why I'll talk about it. Something happened whilst I was away. I didn't even see it in the news, but like Sierra Leone is like fucked at the moment. They're having like major landslides. And I saw it because David Beckham posted on Instagram. He's like, it's terrible in Sierra Leone, blah, blah. And then I had a little, like, I was like, oh, what the hell? I was in Sierra Leone in January. Like, what yeah. the hell's going on? Have a look. And it's like, yeah, 400 people died so far in landslide, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I'm like, fuck. And I started trying to write something out because I was like, I've been there. I feel like, you know, that hit me. I was like, shit. I went and visited yeah. those areas that it's happened to. But yeah, then so I you have a just, personal connection. Yeah, but then I, I just didn't in the end because I was like writing it and I was trying to like it's word hard. it and I was yeah, like, I, just, yeah. I don't know what to say. Like, but I, I And still... I think that's completely fine because I've thought, like, obviously I don't have the same following you do. <laughs> I've got 3,000 followers. <laughs> but um, so when something big happens and just because you're not tweeting about it doesn't mean you don't care. Yeah. I think that's a big thing yeah, as that's well. The, yeah. It's like you don't have to be on so, all social media. Yeah, because you can care in your own way. Sometimes you're too upset. And I think it sometimes trivializes what you're talking about. Yeah. If you just do a tweet like, ooh, RIP, yeah. I don't know. Just yeah, feels but like, so, like some things take Manchester, for example. Yeah. That is just oh, such hit a home, shock that I'm just like, like, I'm literally tweeting in the moment, just like, what the fuck is going on sort of thing. And sometimes you've got to be careful because when you're tweeting in the moment, you can get caught up and say the wrong things as well. You can be very yeah. angry or very emotional. So it's it's a really, I feel sorry for you guys because <laughs> it's a very like difficult, like like balancing. But should there, like, should people be tweeting about those things? Because it's like, if I'm just talking about it, what is that? Yeah. Like, okay, I'm sending out nice messages to people affected in those areas, but am I helping with yeah, that? Yeah, that's true. I am thought- I raising awareness with that? Or am I supposed to be, hey guys, here's information. Yeah. You can go and donate here to get involved. It's like I just there's it feels like there's a lot oh, of pressure. Yeah, it is. And I don't have like I don't I don't have people telling me, you know, like some celebs, like very hard people might have teams going, Oh, you should yeah. be doing this or even writing their tweets out for them. I don't I don't have that. Are like, you waiting for me? Like, come on, Matt. <laughs> Gleam aren't like, well, you should like write this yeah. and tweet this yeah. so I thought Alfie did quite well with the Charlottesville he just tweeted that there was like a the vice, vice documentary yeah I thought that yeah. was quite a good idea if that's raising I haven't watched it but if that's raising awareness then that's a good way of doing it without yeah. having to put your own yeah that's true because what I don't like is like it's almost sympathy baiters where and if that, cause I'm sure they, they are genuine but I feel like they're doing it to try and for the gain, sake of doing it yeah, yeah. To try and gain like uh, followers or something out of it do you know what mm. I mean it's like oh who can do the most for these people I, I, I don't know yeah the what to be honest this sounds so not narrow minded but I have had it before kind, like I've had it once before where I've woken up early because I don't like watch the news in the morning I, I actually get my news from social media outlets usually and I've like woken up or tweeted without checking anything, just woken up like whatever I had in my mind tweeted. And then there's been like a major tragedy. And I'm yeah. like, fuck, this looks so stupid from my behalf. Like first thing I've thought about is this oh, rather than right, like checking yeah. the news. And then people are like, why aren't you doing talking oh, about this? Fair. I'm like, oh, sorry. Tough life <laughs> being a YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be on that news every day. <laughs> it must be horrible actually with that pressure, to be honest. It's like when we were in LA and the shooting happened. Remember Pride in Orlando? And we were over there. Was that when we were there? Yeah, we were there. And it was that's why we didn't we were gonna go to Pride in oh, LA, yeah. weren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we didn't. And you were there like stewing over a tweet like like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, dude, like that's <laughs> 
it's got to be quite difficult. <laughs> I guess that's part of the parcel of being a tough life an influencer. I've got the hardest life in the world. Harder than a nine to five job. Much harder. Harder than a fireman. Much harder. <laughs> Please, people, sense the sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> that's you always... we've done that in videos before, like when people just don't like the sarcasm. Oh. When it's so obvious, it's just like. And the, the best thing you could ever do is explain a joke. That makes it a hundred yeah. times funnier. <laughs> well, we used to do that when we did sketches. I used to, like when I first started doing like deeper sketches, I used to be like, yeah, I need to do an outro to it. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that video. That was, you know, all about this. And I'm like, why do I need Are to you, do um, that? Are you going to do that with the main channel video? It's going up, but it's probably gone up by this point. Oh, definitely gone up. Oh, this, okay. this is in this is in like 10 days time <laughs> right it's like a satire of daily vlogging and it ends on a very dark note are yeah. you gonna do like a thing uh, it's just going up I like that i like i do like that from you because <laughs> when you used to do that and explain it, i'd be like oh but don't you don't need to do you know what i mean but then when you don't no, you're, sometimes sad. i don't get it no it's sad because you actually do need to <laughs> like for a lot of people you do need to explain that but i don't want to so that's why i'm not going to ricky gervais now just like yes don't give it. a fuck <laughs> <laughs> are you ready yes, yes. oh good yeah, i'm always ready this is a good big question okay i think you're gonna like this one All right sheffield man cuts off toe with bolt cutters and eats it uh, what do you think of that so far Crazy man. What got what happens in Sheffield? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it the obvious well, question? Well, so the article is from the Huffington Post. Right. Yeah, in Sheffield, went to Wilkinson's, cut off his toe and started eating it, basically. Right. In the electrical aisle. So it was his big toe, for people who are wondering. Oh. So there's quite a lot of meat on that, isn't it? Is there? More than your little toe. Yeah. A lot of flesh. It's a lot of bone. <laughs> That's oh. horrible, oh, actually, isn't it? Uh, but so why? Yeah, why? Doesn't though? say here. Doesn't say. Just, just bored in life. The yeah, I was. I mean, I hope the guy's okay and gets help. He's obviously got a lot going on. Yeah. But the eye was closed off, closed off, and police and forensics went in. Why do forensic needs to go in? No one. He's done it himself. Well, who knows? Did he really? Ooh, conspiracy. Was it something in the supermarket and he tripped and I don't know. I thought you'd like that one because you like like toenails and stuff, don't you? What? You used to do a lot of Snapchats about your toenail and things. And you like toenails? You do. No, I have shown like my when I've had a black nail and I've I lost a toenail. I showed that, but I don't like nails. That big question. That's the wrong one for that article. That's really funny because then my question is. Oh yeah. <laughs> what's your, what's favorite? your favorite guilty pleasure food? <laughs> I was wondering the whole time where this is going. <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, because he's eating his toe now? Is that oh, his yeah, guilty that pleasure? Is, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that is. We eat his toe. <laughs> that doesn't even make Wait, sense. Wait, so did he eat his toe? Yeah, he was eating it. Oh. Oh, right. did I not say that? I swear I said he was eating it. That's, right. Oh, my mind just went black. I was like, wait a minute, why the hell have I got that question? So this question. You're assuming, all right, that's his guilty pleasure. What yeah. is my guilty pleasure food? I mean, not to trivialize it, but. I <laughs> 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 hope um, you're okay, but what is your guilty pleasure food? I've got a good example. Okay. I love cold baked beans and I love just eating peanut butter by itself. Oh, I see what you mean. I was just going to say McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why are you doing that face? I'm trying to think. Again, you. I don't have the time to it, think of these you, things. You, Wait, you, did you, you just say check. you like eating cold baked beans? Yeah, I love it. Oh, you're fucked. I love it. That is so rank. Yesterday I had beans oh. and I had some leftover. Put it in like a ramekin and then put it in the fridge. Had it later. 
it's by itself. But you are a bit like disgusting. Like oh, that. it's not disgusting. You, no, that is so nice. wrong. The smell, like when you open a can oh, of I beans it. and it's like sometimes I eat it while I'm cooking it. it, and it's like oh, it's so cold. Oh, it's amazing. Oh God, I don't know. Oh dear. Can I have some time to think? Yeah, you can. TikTok. Adam, you got guilty pleasure food. <laughs> Hey, oh, oh. <laughs> I was about to go. Hey. Hey. He said that cold baked beans are rank. I used to love. It's just so crisp sandwiches. That's a good one. There's nothing. Yeah, but I used that. to like as a kid. I haven't done that in years. Chip sandwiches are good. Oh, crisp or chip? Crisp. I'm not I mean, American. Both, both are very good. No, but don't have you even had like chips in a sandwich? No. You've never had a chip butty. So you have that very northern, ba- isn't it? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. All you need, like from the chip shop, chips, butter. Sandwich is amazing. So nice. Yeah. It's good. The warm chips and the cold oh, bread. All right. I believe no, you. you I need believe to, you. You need to have it. Next time you and Steph have a cheat day, you need to do that. Adam, you got any more? <laughs> <laughs> what on it by itself? Peanut butter. It's amazing. Oh, love it. I literally love it. Do you know what I can do? It's not It's not even weird. Have you ever had Oval Martina? It's no, like... That? Is that like Marmite? No, it is chocolate spread in like Germany. It's like the... Amazing. I just eat that out. Just eat that. There you go. But that's not really. With your finger or at the spoon? Spoon. Okay. Not about sticking my fingers in weird holes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of the podcast, episode 38. Hope you've had an enjoyable stay. I've been Matt Viney. I've been joined by YouTuber, superstar, phenomenon, Marcus Butler. You going to say anything? Talked a lot for the last 30 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, we hope you enjoyed your stay. If you want to leave a review, Not please hotel. go on. We hope you enjoyed your stay. If you'd love to leave us a, a review, please visit TripAdvisor. Trip <laughs> but you can go on iTunes, Acast, leave a five-star review, leave some nice comments because we always go through and it's really nice. Yeah, until next time, keep lowering those expectations. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>